0: Well, February is certainly the month of hearts, and sometimes it's lonely hearts, and I'm going to be talking about that tonight here on the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show, the show where we educate men and women about sexual health, how it relates to overall health, making your relationships the best they can be. I am Maureen McGrath. I'm a registered nurse. I host this program. I'm also a researcher, a blogger, a Huffington Post blogger, in fact, uh, and uh, I can't think of anything else. (laughs) That's very good, except I've been working on my book lately, and honestly, I wonder why I ever ventured into that. Uh, So welcome. Great to be here with you. It's always my pleasure to be here with you live every Sunday evening. Tonight, we have a great show. We've got lots of brain power in the studio tonight, which is fantastic. So that will uh, add to the normal quotient that's here. Um, I have Dr. John Weisler joining me tonight. He is a cardiologist and a health commentator to this show. He routinely appears and of course February would be nothing without my cardiologist friend and colleague Dr. John Weisler. We're going to be talking about health prevention and how to take responsibility and control of your numbers. I'm also going to be joined by Jonathan Chan. You know Jonathan. He's been on this show in the past as well. He's the founder of the Company of Disciples. The Company of Disciples provides a safe space for conversations that are taboo. Hello, that is familiar to me. And this show provides a safe space for taboo subjects as well. Joining Jonathan, joining Jonathan, yes, is Dr. Grace Lee. She is a neuroscientist. So anyway, we've really upped the game tonight. And uh, they're going to talk about how you can up your game even more because we're talking about masturbation. There are so many myths around masturbation. Uh, also, I'm going to tell you about some clinics that I'm going to be holding at London Drugs in March. Some sexual desire clinics. Fortunately, sexual desire in women is at an all-time low. And so I have plenty of work cut out for me. (laughs) I'm employed. Anyway, uh, how about you? I hope you are. Um, Anyway, so sexual health is a very important subject, of course, and uh, we are talking about all of those issues tonight on the program. I'm also, I wanted to discuss as well heartbreak, because it is February, and heartbreak is very real. So we're going to get to that shortly. Also, I do want to mention that I am no longer at Crossroads. You could say I divorced Crossroads, <laughs> and that it's amicable. I've uh, opened up New Beginnings at the Welcome Clinic at 6602 Main Street in Vancouver. So you're welcome to come and see me there, any of my fabulous patients that I have been been seeing uh, for the past few years. So Just go to my website, www.backtothebedroom.ca, because my phone number is on there. Now I don't want a million calls from all of you (laughs) for other reasons. If you have a sexual health problem, bladder problem, give me a call. I'll book you an appointment. No problem. Uh, So look forward to seeing you over there. And um, I think any other updates? Nope, London Drugs. That's it. I'll give you the dates at the end of the program, just to remind you about that. But uh, I also wanted to talk about uh, the divorce. Not just my divorce from Crossroads Clinic, um, but uh, other divorces. We have a few in the news recently, and there was a couple from Calgary who tweeted out their happy divorce picture. So is this the new marriage, celebrating divorce with a smile and a selfie? I think not. That couple in particular, and I got it, I understood, because I get it, but no, just kidding, bad joke. Anyway, um, that couple wanted to just tweet out, they wanted to get the message out that the children are the most important asset in a divorce, and you must be very careful around how you divorce, and you must divorce well. Now, not a lot of people divorce well these days. They use the children as pawns. That's one thing that I've noticed, and of course, there was another News story where a B.C. man, Patrick Fox, aimed to destroy his ex-wife with a revenge website. Of course, we have the Internet now, and there is just so much potential for damage. Damage to reputations, damage to children, damage to families, and to set out to destroy somebody on the Internet because you cannot get over your broken heart. And that's why I've invited Dr. John Weisler here tonight to to talk about the syndrome of a broken heart because there is no medication for broken hearts except, of course, for Rocky Road ice cream with caramel and walnuts. Anyway, um, but, you know, you got to cry through it. You've got to listen to sad songs. Time does heal all wounds. Eventually, you look back and think, what did I ever see in that person anyway? But when you're married and you have children and you divorce, you really need to put the children first. Rise above it and be respectful of your ex and try and just deal with this in the most respectful manner. Uh, There are a lot of issues with this particular case involving Patrick Fox and his ex-wife. It looks as though she's now living in the U.S. in Arizona, and he's up here, and there's a child who's living down there. And I'm not saying that this is the case, but I am never one for keeping – I don't care what the parent is like or whether they are an alcoholic or a a drug addict or – I don't care. They – Children need to understand about their parents, and they need to have some kind of relationship with their parents. So to keep children physically away from parents, I, I just don't agree with at all. And so geographical distance is a problem. So I'm certain that these two people have a lot of issues between the two of them. Uh, it's it's always takes two to tango. So consider that when you divorce. But I've had a few trends in my office recently where um, one man, uh, his wife left him. He was about 29 years old, and he had been a heroin addict, and he relapsed as a heroin addict after his wife left him. Another patient I had recently uh, presented to me, he was absolutely in incredible distress over his wife's departure from their marriage. He was on clonazepam to try and deal with it it wasn't even touching him it wasn't helping him at all he had so much anxiety he couldn't stop crying couldn't stop thinking about her absolutely no time to reflect no ability to calm down the coping skills were lacking um, and he was not the only one I know somebody else who has been in a relationship with a married man for he's been married for about five years and she's been in the relationship with him for one year and he kept saying he left his wife, or he was leaving his wife, or he had left his wife. And she has just found out that none of that was true. And she's devastated and having difficulty coping as well. So loneliness is a big issue. And this is one of the things people think they cannot go on, they cannot carry on uh, because they are lonely. They have relied on somebody else for their happiness. Um, but the, you know, this is such a challenging time in the holidays. Of course, something like Valentine's Day breeds high expectations and anticipation because there's always pressure to celebrate shop, make sure your uh, things are going well, make it romantic. And it's very difficult. So a few tips show up for yourself. Uh, You know, validating your emotions and acknowledging how you feel Even if that feeling is completely uncomfortable and miserable, it's very important to heal and to feel better. Unacknowledged feelings tend to persist and intensify, and you can actually get sick. So you need to resist shaming yourself uh, because that is not going to help you in any way. You've got to give yourself permission to feel and understand that you're not alone. You want to... Get out with others. Seek company and get outside. It's common to isolate yourself. But being alone and feeling unhappy about it naturally leads to rumination and more negative thoughts. So you want to get out there and be with friends who are going to be okay with you talking relentlessly about your loss, about your love loss. But take a social risk. Go to a movie. Walk around a museum. Exercise. Exercise is key. That will help for sure especially to help to calm down and you will feel better it's tough at the beginning practice self-care look after yourself an empty cup pours nothing remember that so try a new recipe on yourself take a bath take a walk or a hike but self-care don't drink alcohol do not try and medicate yourself um, because of your lonely feelings and maybe do something for somebody else that always works well Anyway, so that's my take on this loneliness after a split. I mean, relationships break up. People are betrayed in relationships. There's certainly heartache and pain, and it's very difficult to get over. And, and in fact, I, I put a post on Facebook today that I was going to be talking about this, and it's probably one of the most popular. Everybody can relate to it. It's such a popular subject that who has not suffered a broken heart, whether it be for a short time or a protracted period of time. Anyway, if you have any questions to ask me at all, you can always give me a call. The number to call is 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. That's 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. You can always email me, sextalk at com. And I had a question from a, a woman a couple of weeks ago, and she said that she's afraid her boyfriend is going to cheat on her. Well, she's not afraid of him. She trusts him. But there's this other woman going after her boyfriend. I said, listen, she said, what can I do? I said, you can't do anything. You cannot control your boyfriend's behavior. If you trust him, that should be fine. But there's nothing you can do to stop that woman. So have confidence in yourself and in your relationship. And if you trust him, that's all you need to have. So anyway, when I return, we're going to Lift this baby up. We're going to talk about masturbation with Jonathan Chan. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Welcome back. I'm Maureen. You are listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Shows. Thanks for being here with me tonight. I'm joined in the studio by Jonathan Chan. He's the founder of Company of Disciples, which provides a safe space for taboo conversations. Joining Jonathan is Dr. Grace Lee. She is a neuroscientist. Welcome to the two of you.
1: Thank you for having us. Oh, Thank you,
0: Maureen. Oh, you're welcome. Um, we're going to talk about masturbation, and there are mm-hmm. so many myths about masturbation. And I must say, it is the most common question that I receive. Uh, if I had a nickel for every time I received that question, I would be in Hawaii right now and on my way to Fiji. Uh, mm-hmm. There are many myths behind it, like masturbation causes blindness, and mm-hmm. um, many people don't Realize that their spouses may continue to masturbate after marriage. It's not discussed. There's shame around it. There's mm-hmm. there, There's been um, myths that, uh, well, this one is true that you grow hair on your palm. <laughs> Just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, and uh, will Kellogg's Cornflakes mm-hmm. help you stop doing it? Because that was created as very healthy food to lower sexual desire. That's so, Jonathan, you're having a, an event on Wednesday night at the Network Hub. Mm hmm. And you've asked me to be on the panel and I'm only speaking about the health, health. Ben- <laughs> The right. health aspects of it. I'm doing no demonstration. Unless prompted, no. <laughs>
1: right?
0: <laughs> Unless prompted, of course. Um, so both of you gonna be on the panel mm-hmm. with me as well. So tell me what prompted you to have this event this evening.
1: Well, I re- as you are familiar with the organization. Oh yes. Uh, there's always a topics in our minds that we want to uh, have a facilitator or a safe space to speak forth. Like We think about it, but we rarely talk about it, nor do we have people to help us to talk about it. And so one of the big topics is masturbation because uh, it's, we, we always think about it inside our minds, but then, uh, like you said, uh, sometimes it's shameful to talk about it. Sometimes uh, in a particular ethnical, ethnic culture, it's very hard to talk to your parents about it. And then uh, we are afraid to get caught right? when, when, whenever we
0: the main reason behind premature ejaculation is, is boys getting caught.
1: Right, and yeah. um, so let's talk about it, and and not just talk about it, but let's have like panelists like Grace, like yourself, uh, like a Christian pastor, Pastor Josh Co, uh, and Pat to just uh, let's uh, all talk about it and let's lay out all our convictions and beliefs about it and just navigate through it together so that we have a safe space to engage on this topic that's rarely talked about, but it's always in our minds.
0: Absolutely, and, and Dr. Lee, Dr. Grace Lee, thanks for joining me in the studio tonight, and as well joining on the panel. So you're a neuroscientist. Uh, so what is it that you plan to talk about on Wednesday night?
2: Well, I've always had a passion for communicating science to the public, and I've found ways um, to talk about like um work in the intersection of neuroscience and other topics and i'm when uh, jonathan asked me to um to speak on the panel as a neuroscientist i was i was intrigued and i felt the same way that yes um this topic in uh, this topic is also um one that people feel uh, shy they shy away from it or for whatever reason they feel that um this is not a topic that one should talk about in a in a in, in a very polite environment or, or as, as mature adults, we don't talk about these things. So um, I felt that um, I, I'd like to be able to give the neuroscience perspective. Uh, what goes on in our brains uh, when we masturbate or what goes on in our brain during orgasm? or um, Does
0: anything I- go on in our brains <laughs> when we
2: masturbate?
0: <laughs> I thought it shut down. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> just relax. Yeah. <laughs> Completely. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it is a
2: difficult it is a difficult thing to research actually. Yeah. I am sexual certain- responses in the brain, very difficult thing to research.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And even just being mindful during sex yes. is vital and very important because it can actually increase the sexual sensation. Later on in the program I'm di- going to disclose a little bit more about my own personal <laughs> masturbation. <laughs> So you got to hang on for that one. Okay. Um, You know, recently a patient of mine who uh, broke his arm fending off a wild bear in Whistler. (laughs) No, I just told him I'd say that. But anyway, (laughs) Um, he said to me, you know, he's quite stressed. He can't exercise at Mm -hmm. the moment. You know, he's not able to work and he's had to have surgery, a couple of surgeries and um, because he he's injured both, bending off that wild bear, and um, he said, "You know, I'm 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 losing, and I'm just like getting really down because I can't do the things that I love, or the, or the things that keep stress at bay, like exercise and masturbation." I said, "You're lucky you can unload some something like that on me, <laughs> a statement like that." I should say,
1: no pun intended. <laughs> no either. pun and
0: pun was intended there, um, but it's a it's an important health issue right. it's a, it's a, it's important for health and so many people do not masturbate they are ashamed when they masturbate they feel badly they don't understand
2: and yeah, I think there's a lack of, of awareness that it, there is a connection between that and health yeah
0: absolutely and the connection between that and the brain and the brain is so important for health yeah. especially yeah. with absolutely. exercise and of course that's not the only exercise <laughs> you should be doing guys no <laughs>
1: But of course, like um, there are other views uh, with regards to, it, and that's why the uh, the benefit of this uh, event that's coming up is that all of us can contribute to uh, this uh, panel. And exactly. That the audience can get a full perspective. Of who can speak for them on that panel, and then uh, and then we have a dialogue. And what there.
0: are some of the other views? Because obviously, I think these great minds here think alike. Mm-hmm.
1: Of course, like uh, uh, I had to bring a Christian perspective, a Christian mm-hmm. perspective, because I think that's a, there's a valuable point there. Uh, so Pastor Josh Cole would probably uh, would speak on, on the whole history of uh, why, how Christianity viewed it. Uh, why did they view it that way? Mm-hmm. Even though it may have healthy benefits, like, well, why would a, a Christian view it differently in some mm-hmm. ways? Like, uh, even though it's good in itself, why is it? Uh, how is it viewed in various circles? And I think that would be benefit for everyone to understand that not all Christians think alike. That's right. Like, look at me. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, look at you,
0: Jonathan. Like, I know. I don't. <laughs> Honestly, I don't, where did you come from? Yeah,
1: <laughs> what are you coming from? Is, it's like some people would say that I'm ultra church. You go to church. I go to church. <laughs> like, I'm ultra liberal to some conservative, yet to some liberal, I'm ultra conservative. Exactly. Know? It's like, a, like they don't know what exactly. to do with me. Exactly. But that's a perspective that I, we need. And then Pat, who would uh, bring in a humanist perspective, mm-hmm. would say, uh, but how do you navigate? If everything is good, what's next, right? Like, what can we do? Like, how can we talk about that? Too, right. right? So. Uh, what do you think? I had a question when I uh, tweeted this out
0: or Facebook messaged it. Um, do you tell your spouse that
1: you masturbate? you know? And what would you say to that? If I was... Uh, if I was uh, like, uh, with my spouse and I am married, mm-hmm. I would be honest with her to tell her. That mm-hmm. I do, like, If I do, I would uh, tell her.
0: But can we, can we tar everybody with the same brush?
1: Or? No, no. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I think uh, in a uh, relationship, everybody has a different way of receiving the news. And I think uh, we can't just say everybody should tell. Everybody, everybody should tell. Everything. What do you think, Grace?
2: Yeah, I agree that um, values and value systems will be different between different couples and the couple has to decide where their values, where where their values align and honesty, yes, it is important, but the boundaries of honesty will differ between couples, Mm -hmm. between um, cultures and I think those all have to be considered holistically.
0: Absolutely, I think that. And, um, and, and there's also there also can be some discomfort around that depending on somebody's Absolutely. upbringing or education. Mm-hmm. and they may not be comfortable saying that they uh, masturbate even telling their spouse. I mean I, I work with couples quite a bit and, and it's surprising how little communication around sexuality and sexual health. Um, I'm sure
1: like as time goes though, mm-hmm. uh, as, you're, as uh, you've been with your uh, couple you've been with together for a longer period of time. I'm sure, like, a, a person, a couple that has been there together for 50 years is completely different from a couple that's been there for three yeah, years.
0: Yeah, you'd think. Right? You'd think. But I, I had this couple recently, and uh, all, I know all of my patients are thinking I'm talking about them. But um, I am. I'm talking about all of them. You know, they mm. – how little conversation they have even after having been together for such a long time. Maybe sex ends and they haven't talked about it for a decade Mm. or more. But the most common question I get is how much masturbation is too much? So Dr. Lee, what would you say how much masturbation is too much?
2: I don't think there is a a recommended daily dosage or weekly dosage (laughs) in (laughs) this
0: Let's look it up in the CPS. Um, (laughs) Well, (laughs) I always say, you know, well, you know, if you can't go to work, that might be too much. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> think, and if yeah. it's impacting yeah. your quality of life yeah. in a certain way or you're getting burns <laughs> or you know <laughs> lacerations on your penis that could be a problem too yeah. you notice the hair growth on your palms
1: right. and isolation too if you find yourself isolating the, from your community exactly right then there is a problem that's right and i think people your friends would tell you yeah that hey what's going on why, that's why are you right, not yeah. joining the football games that we go exactly. to exactly like yes and i think that should be a flag to us that,
0: absolutely yeah, so um Time flies when we're having fun, and <laughs> masturbation's are. fun. Uh, so we're, can you tell us about this event on Wednesday night, where I'm going to expect it to be as well. So thanks right. for the reminder.
1: <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, so uh, for your audience and for those who are listening, uh, it is held at this Wednesday, 7 p.m., at the Network Hub. It's on four two two Richard Street on the corner of Richardson Pender. Okay, so just uh, come on out if all you right. can, and uh, it's a, like uh, don't worry about signing go to up. Break.
0: Fantastic! I'll put it on my website. Yeah. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you, Dr. Lee. Fabulous to have you both back. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Welcome back. Thank you for staying with me. I am Maureen McGrath. I am hosting this CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. We talk about everything here, all the taboo subjects. Anything you want to discuss? Uh, And tonight, we covered masturbation, and now we're just going to move things up a little bit higher to the heart. Do you know your cardiovascular age? Dr. John Weisler, a regular health commentator to this show, joins me, and he is in the studio because it's February, and it's heart month, and what kind of heart month would we have without my fine friend and cardiologist, Dr. John Weisler, joining me. Thanks for... Coming into the studio, John.
3: Thanks for having me, Maureen. Always great to be here.
0: Aw, oh, that's great. Thank you so much. Um, and you'll want to read my book because Dr. Weisler has contributed a chapter in it. So. Oh, just a small part. Just <laughs> no, a small part. The best part. The best part. I have to say. Um, so uh, one reason that caught my attention, and uh, one reason I invited you in here tonight, was about this cardiovascular age and this new website that was created by McGill University and the University of Alberta in Edmonton um, about an online test test to check your cardiovascular age because your age might be 40, but your heart might be 60.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think this is a, a great tool. And um, the idea with this being Heart Month is that we all want to be aware of our our heart and our heart health and look after our risk factors for heart disease that we can control and make our health, our heart healthier. So the the idea behind this site it's called myhealthcheckup.com and the the idea is that it tries to explain your heart to you. You, you know you you can see people sometimes that smoke way too much or drink too much and they look older than they are. They look like their skin gets they're you know, stressed as, out yeah, too much. They can't exactly. masturbate enough, and, exactly. and then they're looking older. All these things, exactly. <laughs> so it's just they look older than they are. The same idea, you know, with your heart is that even though maybe your biologic age is one number, but your heart, because you're not looking after it, um, might be older. You know, it might it might have more damage more atherosclerotic damage, more risk factors than it should. So your heart is older than you are, for example. And so it's, it's to try and explain your risk for heart disease to you um, in a way that sort of makes sense, in a way that you can see the impact of different risk factors.
0: And, and it's educational, I think, as you take the test and, um, you know, it asks you for particular numbers. One in particular is your blood pressure. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know about you, but I ask people, how's your blood pressure? And they say, well, the doctor said it was fine. And I'll say, well, did he give you the numbers or she gave you the mm-hmm. numbers? And they'll be like, well, I think it was like, um, you know, 280 over. And they have no idea. They don't even know it's two numbers. Mm-hmm. They have no idea what their blood pressure is. It's probably the most important number. One needs aside yeah. from
3: yeah i mean it, it it really is good to to know your numbers and it's really important again heart month that's what we want to draw attention to this site is actually quite forgiving and it's it's better than a lot of other You know, hard age calculators you might find because if you don't know your numbers, but you were told it was a bit high or something, it will actually guesstimate it for you. Having said that, it's still better to know exactly where you are.
0: It is, but that's those are the cholesterol. Yep, uh, cholesterol. uh,
3: It 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 makes a guess for blood pressure and blood sugar, and then you go through it. You put in your risk factors, a few details. It's all confidential. Um, You know, there's nothing identifying on there. Uh, Your family history uh, and so forth, and it will give you your cardiovascular age. So, uh, for example, I just went through. I'm going to make a disclosure. I'm 38 years old I went through uh, on this website and uh, pretended that I have high cholesterol I don't but it told me that my cardiovascular age is 42 so it's a little bit older if my cholesterol was high my risk for heart disease would be a little bit more than it should be and then you can click through to the next screen it actually shows you you know, what your 10-year risk of cardiac disease is, and what it would be if you controlled those risk factors. So if you brought your cholesterol, your blood pressure down, you know, you exercise more, lose weight, et cetera, it shows you the effect that you can have in terms of improving your risk for, for heart disease.
0: Well, you look 10 years younger there, Dr. Thank Bussler. you very much. That's really As nice. a cardiologist, a that's, you that's get, get really to look nice. younger you. because you know all this stuff, and it really shows. Um, so this test only takes five minutes, and you receive results instantly, and it also tells you what to do to modify these risk factors that one has. And so getting up off the couch is a bit of a no-brainer.
3: Exactly. But
0: it does help to... uh,
3: it gives you a little checklist with you know green tick marks for what you're doing right, and then sort of little warning triangles for things that you might want to fix or do better.
0: Exactly. Now, do you think that this is the wave of the future for medicine? That where I mean, I think there's I, nothing I, I that replaces so.
3: a doctor. I think so. I mean, I think a good um, assessment. I mean, yeah. I mean, doctors, nurses, other professionals are all important, but these sort of tools are very useful. You know, uh, you go in to see a, a doctor or your primary care provider. Um, you know, they're often, you feel rushed and maybe you're anxious and a lot of people forget, you know, something like half or more of what we tell them anyways, even if we go through all this, which some doctors, you know, they're too rushed to do. So a tool like this is a nice sort of reinforcement or a good thing to look at, ideally, even before you see your doctor, uh, to, uh, to, to know what you want to talk about and know where they might be coming from.
0: They asked for waist size. What I did is I went in, I, I think that some people might be nervous and, um, I don't know if this is good advice or not. It's probably not, but, <laughs> but um, don't listen to everything I say. But I thought for people who are nervous, and I wasn't even nervous, I just thought of it afterward, um, that they can go in and make up numbers, make make the numbers mm-hmm. higher than what they are. Mm-hmm. And then you think, oh, well, that's not that bad. Let me put my real numbers in. Yep.
3: Yeah. Well, I think that's a good idea. I mean, the tool only takes five minutes. Exactly. So go ahead, go through it, make it look a bit, a bit worse. Yeah, if you want to. A, if a want lot of people sure. don't
0: want to know the results of uh medical tests
3: yep. or you know it's they're true.
0: afraid to have something done true. they're afraid to find out because they're but it's this is something where you need to know and you need to find out
3: yeah i think it's i mean it's very important it gives you the tools to uh to uh to to try and you know know what you need to focus on and I would also say, I mean, I think your idea is great for, you know, making it look a bit worse or something if you want to. And then if your numbers do upset you, that's a good opportunity to go see your doctor, your nurse practitioner, whoever looks after you.
0: But you can it. take it in your own hands, too, yep. and start changing your lifestyle even that's before right. you go. It's like losing five pounds before exactly. you go to Weight Watchers. It all
3: makes a difference. Stop smoking is a big one for exactly, sure.
0: Exactly. Stopping yeah. smoking, which is great. And this will, if you modify these risk factors, you'll actually have a lower risk of a heart attack and or a stroke. That's right. And you that's don't want right. to have a stroke yeah. when you're 50 because right. that's a an incapacitated life for, you know, very good chance well, th- that your life Well, that's for sure. I mean,
3: th- it's good that you mention that because a lot of times, you know, you'll go see your, your doctor and they say, oh, you should bring your blood pressure down, take this medication. And you probably know they mean well, but it doesn't really hit home. But this is what we're trying to prevent. I mean, heart attacks, they can be fatal. They can leave you, you know, uh, with a much lower quality of life. You can do a lot less. Stroke, the same thing. Disabled or your 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 ability to do what you want is severely restricted. And these are all avoidable. Prevention is certainly... You know, and your sex
0: life will definitely change and, after and that for sure the that's sex for sex life darn is sure right. and this will make yeah. your se- this is I will say this though the only thing myhealthcheckup.com dot com is missing is anything about sex that's it true. doesn't say are you sexually active that's true. you know do you have difficulty do you have low sexual desire because that's all important testosterone yeah. levels and for men and desire for women it may lead to you that's know true. Uh, indicate totally depression, so I think I'm going to call them up and <laughs> <That's true>. well, <laughs> ask them if they th- want my
3: help. For sure, for sure there's uh, you know it would be useful to include that. I mean, there's things like erectile dysfunction in men. There's a exactly. you know, marker for vascular disease, and so th- that's true. That was omitted from the from the from the scoring that they do for sure.
0: Yes, and I, I, I'm I'm curious why. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to turn around a giant ship yeah. of people who feel that sex is you know, not up for discussion or not related to health, right. but it's so tied to health.
3: Right. And they and could also uh, mention it, I think, in the discussion when you get your results that, well, you know, if you look after your risk factors, if you lose weight, you'll have more energy, you'll have greater enjoyment out of sex.
0: Absolutely. You could have more sex, better sex, yeah. more sex. That's sure. what we want here. Um, so that's great. We're going to go to break because uh, we're going to mo- continue with the sex, though. We're going to go to sexual desire. And there's an herb from India that has maybe a little bit of uh, They've done a pilot study, and it may increase a woman's sexual desire. Now, if you have any questions for me or the fine doctor, you can call us at 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell... That's 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. Um, We've got the lines open now. All right. And when I return, we're going to talk about that herb that actually translates by Sanskrit into the smell of a horse. What could be a better stallion in the bedroom than that? I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Welcome back. I am Maureen McGrath. You are listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Um, I did receive a call from a woman just now. I don't want you to I don't want to give your name out on the air, but if you could please call back and leave me your phone number so I can call you back. Thank you so much. I think you know who that is. So hopefully we'll hear from you. But for the moment, I have John on the line. Hello, John.
4: Hi, Maureen. How are you? Fine, thanks. How are you? Good. I hope this is an intelligent enough question for your show.
0: We are loaded with brain power here tonight. Oh, I know. (laughs) Not me. Me, Except for me. The rest of them.
4: Anyways, this is a short question. My girlfriend and I had a face-to-face about breaking up, and she said, I think she wants to break up. Then I got an email saying, same thing, not I want to break up, but I think I want to break up. Am I reading into that or... (laughs)
0: I think she wants to break up. <laughs> um you know what she sounds like she's a bit on the fence uh, with no context whatsoever to this situation. she's probably maybe there's something that she's unhappy about. Maybe you could probe further um, ask her to be a little bit clearer i have
4: I haven't talked to her for three months. I just let it let it break up and oh, I see time, give her some time. Are to you stalking
0: bring- me? <laughs> Give her some time to think about it. No. No, you haven't called before, have you? No. This is such a common. No, honestly, the story is very familiar. I I had somebody else the last two weeks, and it's a very similar story. So you broke up, actually, when she said, I think I want to break up, and you haven't spoken to her for three months? I
4: haven't spoken to her for three months.
0: Well, I think that was, I think she wanted to break up, John. I hate to break oh, your
4: heart. What about sitting on the fence? I like that answer better.
0: Well, she was. She might have been sitting on the fence at that time, and you may have said, "You know, I'm curious what that means." Or does this mean we're over? Is it something you're unhappy about? Did you want to talk about it? Did well, I was. Her time to
4: think about it, like she said. You know.
0: Oh, so she, wa- she wanted some time to think about it. She well, thought, no, I, I think-
4: figured she did want some time to think about it. What's that? that? Was my thinking.
0: Oh, you, that she? No, I think when she said, I, I think she was being nice. People are really, they have a big problem breaking so up what with did people.
4: You mean when you said you thought she was sitting on the fan, I
0: thought it was current. I thought she may have emailed you that in the last day or two. I didn't realize oh. it was three months ago.
4: Yeah, well, don't you think it should give people time to think about these things? And- <laughs> well, I, think, I think she said, I
0: think I want to break up, and then you haven't really heard from her or conversed. Yeah, yeah. It's hard, but, but maybe you know what? Say, hey, I've given you some time to think. Just call, just check it in, and you know, seeing how you're doing. And is there? I, you know, it's okay to say you miss a person. Just don't obsess about them.
4: Yeah, I don't have any trouble saying that. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I think that there's that's fair enough to actually just text her back, or email her, or give her a call, and just say I was thinking about you, and I know we've had some time apart, and you know, is this definitely what you wanted?
4: Yeah, and are you going to give the website out again for that heart test?
0: Yes, I am. It's myhealthcheckup.com.
4: Okay, thank you, Maureen. You're very
0: welcome. Fine. Okay, now we have Mark on the line. Hello, Mark.
5: Hi, a um, uh, couple things, Maureen. I haven't called in for a while. I've been away, but uh, I want to say I love your show. Um, I've always related to problems through music, and John's issue about breaking up, I go back to the good golden oldie breaking up is hard to do I wanted to
0: sing that myself
5: Did you I know
0: I felt like you, belting it out We haven't heard you sing online for a while No I'm I've lost my confidence Get I have stage fright
5: I see what I do after brushing my teeth look myself in the eye in the mirror and then use the toothbrush as a mic everything from Don Keswin to <laughs> <laughs> you know
0: everything. i use a magic wand as a mic i have a photograph i could i will tweet it out at back the number 2 of the bedroom because i was speaking to i couldn't believe this i was speaking to a bunch of women last week End and there were like fifty of them, and I said, "Of course, you all know what the magic wand is," and none of them knew. And it and it mimics a mic like nothing else. Well, like except but, for one thing. But <laughs> yeah.
5: except one thing, I'm which kidding. brings me to the reason I'm calling. Yes. Uh, the masturbation thing. Yes. Very important. Do you want to go? Well, I want to tell you a story, and okay. it's it's got a, a good news, bad news sort of thing. I use masturbation as part of uh, the whole health approach to life. It's part of my fitness regime. It's part, of, <laughs> it's part of my life, and and I got injured recently, and um, I mean, and this <laughs> is. It may be funny for you, but it's not so funny for me. I'm so
0: sorry. I am a nurse. I've seen worse. (laughs) But I can't
5: masturbate. It's been three (laughs) three weeks.
0: There's Uh, a few of you out there. I have a friend. The same thing happened to him.
5: No kidding. He was
0: fending off a wild bear at Whistler.
5: (laughs) No kidding. That's not what happened to me. But I was at Whistler skiing. And um, (laughs) anyway, uh, but uh, I just want to say part of yeah, like the Doctor John, the Night Tripper, I like to call him. sorry, <laughs> He sounds like a hunk.
3: He sounds- yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate
5: that.
0: I was just going to ask you about your wife, but yeah. I won't <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> anymore.
5: We've got an open relationship, but with a dark, booming voice. I'm oh anyway, and he comes across like a little bit of serious, but I know he's probably got some wild side.
3: I I don't know. Do I? I, Yeah, I don't know. You sound like it,
5: you crazy son of a gun. Anyway, anyway. All right. uh, Anyway, I like how he introduces heart health, sex health, but he didn't say the M word. And I think the M word, like guys need that, right?
0: Is that masturbation you're talking y- about?
3: Yes, yes. Uh, he didn't important say it. It's to talk about masturbation at Can you all. Can you say
0: that three times, please, Dr. Viselein? Uh, uh, all
3: right, yes, I will. Masturbation, masturbation, masturbation. There, there we sickle. go. You've got to be able to say it. You right. sickle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no,
5: no, you've got to be able to say it, and you, more importantly, you've got to be able to live it.
0: You and, sure and, do.
5: And I'm, gonna, I'm here to say that I miss it.
0: Oh, I'm sure you do, because if you can't touch yourself, who can you touch? Hey, but-
5: b- bada-big, bada-boom, <laughs> boom, 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 chicka-boom. Boom.
0: All right, well, we got to go to break now, my friend. Well, thank you for the call, and I hope you feel better.
5: I'm going to feel better in about a week.
0: Oh, excellent. All I right. I
5: need to know what I'm going to be doing Bye Singing,
0: now. singing. Thanks for the call. And, uh, okay, when we come back, we're going to talk about sexual desire. I'm Maureen McGrath. You are listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Oh, I hate to end on a Debbie Downer song, but uh, this ought to lift your spirits because it lifts mine. And I did promise you some of my masturbation secrets at the end of the show. Low sexual desire and women's sexuality is a big issue for women, and so... To that end, I'm, ho- I'm holding some women's health clinics at London drugstores, various London drugstores around British Columbia. There's one in North Vancouver. That's on March 3rd. I'm not going to give you all the dates. It'll be on my website. But I'm also heading out to Surrey, South Surrey. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be in Delta. I'm going to be in Langley. I'm going to be in New Westminster. I'm going to be in Vancouver. Did I agree to all this? So you can actually sign up. Uh, book an appointment with your London Drugs if you want to come and speak to me about low sexual desire. And I'm speaking to Dr. Weisler about a particular herb. Um, and it it could be Happy Horse, you know what? But um, it is a an Indian herb because I'm American and I the H is silent. But it's ashwagandha, formerly known as Withania somnifera. Is that an herb that's going to increase sexual desire in women?
3: Well, that's what the pilot study says. Um, You know, in general, I'm pretty skeptical about herbs, but the authors of this study that came out two days ago or something, they looked at 50 women, half got placebo, half got the herb, 600 milligrams for, I think, eight weeks, and they showed improvements in sexual interest, arousal, lubrication, and achieving orgasm.
0: Okay, we probably need a little bit more research on that, but what we don't need more research on is Zestra, because that is approved by Health Canada. It is the only sexual desire gel approved by Health Canada for women suffering from female sexual arousal, sexual interest disorders, and low sexual desire. It is a hormone-free formula. It's composed of active ingredients extracted from four plants, and it increases blood flow and local sensitivity. The plants are Barrage, Evening Primrose, huo, and Forskalil. Sorry. Anyway, they are, ingredients are part of uh, Zestra, so it's a clinically proven solution. You might want to try it, Dr. Weisler. Thanks so much for joining me and putting up with me more, more so. Thank you. And all uh, good. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, tonight was the CKNW Sunday Night Heart Show. Bada bing. Uh <laughs> we're going to change it to that uh, because your contribution is so great. Uh, but otherwise, go to my website back to the bedroom.ca follow me on Twitter at back the number two of the bedroom next week I'm going to be talking about demisexuality do you know what that is I'm Maureen McGrath you have been listening to the ckNW Sunday Night sex show.